We here at Andy Kershaw play some bloody great records are delighted to have Songlines as the media partner of this podcast. Songlines is the only magazine which covers virtually all the music you're hearing here. It's been going for more than 20 years and each issue comes with a cover mount CD featuring tracks from the best new album releases also available as a download. To find out more, visit songlines.co.uk and to claim a 20% discount, quote Kershaw when ordering a subscription, which I heartily recommend you do. And now, over to me. Thanks, Andy. Yes, it's time once again to open a bottle of something agreeable, spark up an exotic cheroot of North African origin, and enjoy a couple of hours of soul music of every variety. Go! 
So why didn't you ask me, baby? Or didn't you think I could? Well, I know that the boogaloo is out of sight, but the singer is a thing tonight. But if that was you and me, I got baby. Nema 
genius and singer John Chibadura and his band the Tambor Brothers with a track called Linda and <laughs> I went to see John Chibadura and the Tambor Brothers playing an afternoon gig on a Saturday in a beer garden in Umbari Township this was on my first visit to the country in 1988 and Biggie Tambor my great friend and frontman of the Bundu Boys took me along at that point, I'd never heard of John Chibadura and the Tembo Brothers. Within half an hour, 
I was turning cartwheels across the front of the stage as they played. Looking down, I could see Biggie squealing and clapping his hands at a table near the front. And when I, I was the only white person in the place. And when I got down off the stage, that's when Biggie said to me, Ah, comrade, comrade, you have the skin of a European, but the heart of an African. In the middle, it was Ray Charles with the Blues Brothers and Shake a Tail Feather. And I think that is my favourite scene ever in cinema history, when they go around to Ray's music shop and try to get instruments on the Never Never. And they say to him that the electric piano keyboard is shot. And he comes out from behind the counter, you'll remember, and says, Excuse me, I don't think there's anything wrong with the action on this piano. And then plays that. And the first one there was the Rolling Stones and Ain't Too Proud to Beg, a cover of the Temptations hit, and that was one of the tracks on their 1974 LP, It's Only Rock and Roll. I've been revisiting a lot of my 1970s Rolling Stones records, and that period between, well, it coincides exactly, to be honest with you, with the Mick Taylor years, that period from 1969 to 19. 75 so let it bleed sticky fingers exile on main street they were in a class of their own now i've been holding off getting the new one hackney diamonds it's had some good reviews but when i went to buy it i was told that if i wait another couple of weeks there's going to be a special edition where you get hackney diamonds as one cd and then the other one is a live recording that they made quite recently at a small gig in some club in New York, so I'm, I'm holding out for the deluxe executive version. You're listening to Radio Kershaw. Live music down in the kitchen today from Martin Stevenson. He's down there getting ready at the moment with, um, well, not the Dainties, but a Dainty singular. And we shall hear the first from Martin and his pal after this little sequence. I went down to Ross on Wye a couple of months ago. What a gorgeous part of the world. You know, I'd never really seen much of Herefordshire to do a gig there, a DJ gig at a little festival that the council was promoting in a public garden. Yes, a, a rare outbreak of paid work it was. And while I was doing this, a chap came up to me by the name of Philip Bancroft and handed me this CD by his pals, I think. I assume they're from the Ross on Wye area. Magpie Lane, the name of the group, with not the last song you'll hear in today's programme about a randy ploughboy. This is The Lark in the Morning.
west and mounts in the air with dew upon her breast. And with the pretty ploughboy she'll whistle and she'll sing, and the ploughboy is as happy as a prince or a king. Now when his day's work is done that he is for to do, perhaps to some country wake he will go, and there with his sweetheart he will dance and sing, and at midnight he'll return to his home back again. Oh, the lark in the morning, she rides from the west, and mounts in the air with a dew upon her breast, and with the pretty ploughboy she'll and she'll sing, and the ploughboy is as happy as a prince or a king. And as they return from the wake in the town, the meadows been mown and the grass all cut down. If chance for to tumble all on the new mown hay, it's kiss me now or never, the damsel will say. Oh, the lark in the morning, she rides from the west And mounts in the air with the dew upon her breast And when the pretty ploughboy she'll whistle and she'll sing And the ploughboy is as happy as a prince or a king When twenty long weeks was over and past Her mummy asked the reason she thickened in the ways Ploughboy, the damsel she did say, that caused me for to tumble all on the new mown hay. Oh, the lark in the morning, she rides from the west and mounts in the air with the dew upon her breast. And with the pretty ploughboy, she'll whistle and she'll sing, and the ploughboy is as happy as a prince or a king. Oh, come all you pretty fair maids, wherever you may be, you can trust a ploughboy to any degree, for they're used so much to ploughing their seed for to sow, that under your apron it is sure to grow. Oh, the lark in the morning, she rides from the west, and mounts in the air with the dew upon her breast, and with the pretty ploughboy she'll and she'll sing, and the ploughboy is as happy as a prince or a king. So good luck to all ploughboys, wherever they may be, that will take pretty girl to sit upon their knee, and with a jug of beer will whistle and sing, and the ploughboy is as happy as a prince or a king. Oh, the lark in the morning, she rides from the west And mounts in the air with the dew upon her breast And with the pretty ploughboy she'll whistle and she'll sing And the ploughboy is as happy as a prince or a king
red flower. Good morning, madam. Good morning. I wish to buy a red flower. Certainly, madam. Is there any particular variety of flower you had in mind? I wish to buy a red flower. Certainly, madam. A large red flower or a small one? Size is a matter of indifference to me. Just so it is a red flower. Certainly, madam. A hyacinth, a crocus, or a daffodil, or perhaps one of those charming lobelias, or we have narcissus, old man beerb, and dandelion, and coltsfoot too, of course. I don't really mind. Just so it is a red flower. Certainly, madam. Pray be seated. Our Miss Jones will attend you. Miss Jones, madam wishes to purchase a red flower. Madam, I should like a red flower. Certainly, madam. Any particular variety? Yes, red. Ah, a large or small flower, madam. Size is a matter of indifference to me, just so it is red. Yes, madam. Would this white hyacinth do? Yes, indeed. It would do excellently well. Will you take it, or shall I send it? Would you please send it? Certainly, madam. Any particular address? No, no particular address. Just be sure to send it. And thank you. Good morning. Good morning, madam. <coughs>
Congos, but the same producer, Lee Perry at the controls for Winston Harewood and the Ombres, and that was a piece called Africa, recorded with Lee Perry in 1976, and it's one of the tracks on the Trojan Records 3CD box set called Roots and Culture. In the middle, it was Ivor Cutler with a red flower, and that was on Ivor's 1961 LP for Decca Records, who tore your trousers. And the first one in that sequence, they're not from Ross on Y, I've just checked. They're from Oxford. Magpie Lane, the group, and we heard Lark in the morning from the self-released album called The Robber Bird. Martin Stevenson will be playing us a few songs live down in the kitchen in just a couple of minutes. Before that, though, if you'd always assumed that Chuck Berry's opening guitar riff on his 1955 composition, Johnny Be Good, was one of rock and roll's great innovations. Think again. Louis Jordan, in his Timpany Five, recorded this nine years earlier, and your guitarist is Carl Hogan. <laughs> Messing with that old apple tree Ain't that just like a woman Ain't that just like a woman Yes, that's just like a woman They'll do it every time Lot took his wife down to the corner store for malted She wouldn't mind her business bought it. she gets salted Ain't that just like a woman Ain't that just like a woman Yes, that's just like a woman They'll do it every time Delilah was on the square Till 
one night she clipped him for all his hair. Ain't that just like a woman? Yes, that's just like a woman. Ain't that just like a woman? They'll do it every time. Sure will. Louis Jordan recorded in 1946 with Ain't That Just Like a Woman and introducing the riff which Chuck Berry, shall we say, borrowed for Johnny B. Good. Play it, Andy. <laughs> I didn't know you played the guitar, Andy. <laughs> That's Martin Stevenson here in the kitchen for a few live songs with his drummer, Charlie Smith, and Anna Levine, Martin's partner, who's going to sing on one of them. Martin, lovely to see you. Thanks very much for coming over. I know you had a, a gig in Manchester last night. How did it go? It was lovely. It was at the Stoller Hall, you know. It was a brand new uh, venue. And we had a very young band because uh, our guitarist, Gary's not very well. His son was playing bass. Charlie, who's 23 on drums, who was our original drummer's grandson. Grandson? Grandson. So this is Charlie here on Charlie, the drums yeah. now. Uh, is your granddad still going, Charlie? He is Andy, yeah, he's with Lindisfarne now predominantly, so right. he's been with them for the past three or four years, as well as lots of session stuff still, and very busy as ever. So, are you now a dainty? I am, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's still Martin Stevenson and the dainties? Yeah, I am. I am Yeah, there's not a warrior amongst us. <laughs> is, are there any original members apart from yourself? Yeah, there's two brothers that have, I've been with since 1980. Gary Dunn, Anthony Dunn. So, yeah. Oh, it's all ignore Bertie's. So the two brothers, yeah, but we've had health, some health issues. You know the age we're at, and then mm. our guitarist Gary, who's sixty-three, he's got a couple of problems at the minute. He's going to come through them though. And his son Adrian was playing bass last night for us, and he's only twenty-five. Wow! So um, it's a rejuvenated dentist. Yeah. Well, it's lovely of you to come over to Todmorden. Plays a few songs. Let's have the first, Martin. What are you going to do? Can I play you the first song I ever wrote? Of course you can. When I was 11 years old, I had a mate called Willie McHugh. And one day I ran round the side of Willie's house, and on the step was Willie's older brother, Joe. 
sitting on the step and I stopped and I looked and he stood up and he towered above us and he leaned, I thought he was going to be quite aggressive and he just went sorry and I realised he was a gentle soul he just walked past me like an angel and I found out later that he was a young student that was suffering from depression he was an athlete he was a beautiful man and uh, that was my only meeting with Joe because a week later he walked into a field on the outskirts of our community and he doused himself with peril and he burned himself to a cinder. Good Lord. So that meeting for me was a shock and I can see him as clear as day and I was a 62-year-old. He had a green Fred Perion brown coat and he was a handsome guy. He looked like chariots of fire, you know. Mm. So that image was burned in me. You were 11 at the time. 11 at the time. So when I was about 14, I wrote the song but I didn't even know I was going to be a songwriter. So what I did is I, I hid it. I kept it to myself right in the cauldron there, you know, experiences that young people have. I hid it. When I got to 30, I totally forgot about this ex- experience with the song. But one day, spirit, the universe had a word with us and said, look, we know you've got that little song in there, right in there. Unfortunate for you, Martin, it's your first song. So every song that you think you've written on top of that is like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, unless you address it. It's like going to your inner child and fixing your wounded inner child, you know. You need to share the song. So we're going to transfer the suicide that affected you into a birth. So we're shifting that into birth, death into birth. And instead of a young student that made an impression on you, we're going to turn him into an angel. So instead of the suicide of a young student that kept it at the bottom of me, cauldron of fear, it was the birth of an angel. And that set me free at the age of 30 to share that, my first song I ever wrote. And then all the other songs made sense after that. So, well, as Huey Green used to say, folks, we <laughs> want to hear it. <laughs> you can come in whenever you want, Charlie, as long as you don't charge us. That's the brass section, by the way. Joe would sit upon that step His sadness hid he needed help Depression damped the sun that shone His fragile life would soon be gone He doused himself to free his heart He sacrificed himself to his God Well I'm full of woe for Brother Blue How one so young could fall so soon But he's free now as I'm telling truth this sad tale of the angel, Joe McHugh. Hank would sing this better like I hear Hank singing. Nineteen years, a work of art, his face of beauty. Silent heart, this stunning athlete, he ran the wind. He stayed a virgin, he never sinned. His sister Rosie, William too, they saw his torment, yes they knew. But never dreamed of the deed he'd do His pain and tortured Brother Blue But he's free now As I'm telling true This sad tale of the angel Joe McHugh One afternoon it got too much In adolescence he lost his touch He walked a mile in pain and sorrow Often there'd be no t- tomorrow He drank that petrol 
douse his corpse. He lit the match of Mother Nature's force. Another angel leaves this land way on up the farthest sky's loving hand. But he's free now, as I'm telling the truth. This sad tale of the angel, Joe McHugh. Lovely song, the first one you ever wrote. That's Martin Stevenson and Adenty <laughs> live in the kitchen here. Martin, we talked quite a lot already. Give us another song. What's next? Yeah, this song's called The Crying. And I wrote this when uh, I couldn't see my kids, you know, and uh, there was a war going on. Uh, but it got healed and we decided to work together later on, me and my wife, because to, to, she, she didn't really want me to be alienated from my kids. But... I had to kind of come back the control that was going on. And what this was, it was when I was with my daughter when she was about three and she came in and I was just, my heart was broken. I was like crying and she saw us, you know, and I felt bad that she was exposed to that as a child. So I used to always say to them, please, if, if you want to argue, wait till the kids aren't there, don't. Yeah. Oh, we're big people, we're frightening, don't. Yeah, yeah. Just a little, you know, a little people. So that's what it's about, it's called the crying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just a sap pouring from an old tree You've nothing here to fear from me It's just a tiny crack within my bark Your father sobbing from his heart It is the crying It keeps me sane Keeps me a man Keeps me in this world Tis the crying Never fear the human condition Never fear our weak position Clear all corners, clear all walls Drink your own rain as it falls In the crying, it keeps me sane Keeps me a mind It keeps me in this world, tis the crying Just the sap pouring from an old tree You've nothing here to fear from me It's just a tiny crack within my bar Your father sobbing from his heart Just come in a bit there, you know I've got loads of useless songs like that I take it <laughs> Take him to the manager, he go, what can I fucking do with that? What do you want me to do with that? Because he was getting pressured to have hits from London Red. It was a nightmare for them, you know, because I was trying to follow the periscope when you're on this level in the submarine. Everybody in the submarine's going, you've got to have a hit single. I don't want a fucking hit single. They're telling me to do something different up there, you know. And then the nurse came. <laughs> hey, Martin, tell us about this guitar you've got. It's painted in... 
wonderful psychedelic patterns, <laughs> the uh, the body of it, painted by your daughter. Was yeah, it? Phoebe, yeah. well, actually, I'll give her 50 quid on it. You've got to watch her. Like, I'll give her a 50 quid budget, but I've got a receipt. <laughs> I mean, she's got an elephant on there. Yeah. Well, she's got a great, did a great job. I mean, it. she did all that out of her head, you know. But yeah. the other unusual yeah. thing about the guitar, I've never seen one before in all the time I've been yeah. knocking around with musicians, yeah. is that he's got a detachable neck. Yeah, it's a travel guitar, Andy. And the strings remain attached to the body with this neck part comes out and this goes all around the side and, right, and you slide the neck into a, a slot yeah, in the in the sound box uh, there, the caliber in there right, who there. makes these they're called Furch they're an Eastern European company they're becoming really they're making some beautiful guitars this is actually a really well made instrument who is it it's about 1200 quid worth of the instrument wow yeah how do you spell them Furch Furch F-U-R-C-H sorry F-U-R-C-H like right. church you know so you're living in Scotland now ah, in the Highlands I live near Invergordon Mm. But not handy for lots of gigging though, living in the Scottish Highlands. It's odd, I mean, because it's good for Bristol, for down that area, I can get down there in 55 minutes on a plane, you know, but for Newcastle, my hometown, it takes me six hours to drive there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you, and you're doing still a lot of gigs, aren't you? Almost, I mean, I work, I do what I, I've ended up doing this, it's the only skill I've got. <laughs> because like yourself, we've been doing it a long time. I know a lot of the old innkeepers, you know. Yeah, the venues and the, uh, and the gig organisers. It was a couple of hundred years ago, you'd be the innkeeper, I'd knock on the window, you'd come down, we'd give us a bit of cheese, and you'd sleep under the table there, I remember you. Well, folks can go to your website to check those, can't yeah, they? Which uh, is, the website is called The Dainties. Yeah, it's called dainties.co.uk. Yeah, and, and you've a new CD as well. Yeah, I might, how I work, I mean, you might laugh at this, like, but I work on a microcosmic level. And when I made my last one of my last albums, which was 140 grand in LA, you know, and all this stuff that people like to do, when I got away from that, the first thing I did is I did an album called The Incredible Shrinking Band, because I got away from my manager and everybody, and I, the budget was nine pounds. <laughs> and I sold one copy and I made a pound. So I'm thinking, I've just done an album for 150 grand now, I'll never see a penny as long as I live, so who's the idiot here, you know? And that's how I work now, I work on a microcosmic level. That suits my mentality. That's what I've always wanted, you know, just to work small. And this new one is called, You Belong to Blue. And have you put that out yourself, Martin? I did everything myself, produced it, me and Charlie did the drums and the acoustic guitar on the first day, he had it all done, he was done in a day. Let's have another one. How about a, an old dainty's favourite? Right, so what do you fancy? We could do Colleen. What, what we having then? It's a song called Colleen, where the root of it comes from. When I was 12, my sister had a friend called Veronica, and I fancied her. And I was always creeping around when she was in the job. Piss off, Martin. You know, go away, man. Go and play with your action, man. You know. So when the, I got rejected, so it must have went in my cauldron of resentment. I've got a couple of witches working under the floorboards. I dropped a few towards them. Them two are getting it. I don't know when, but they're going to get it for rejecting me. So if I look at the psychology of that song, I'm the Machiavellian narrator. Colleen is my sister's girlfriend. I turn them into a couple of lesbians, and then I get Colleen to chuck my sister, and I'm the Machiavellian narrator saying, have you got our phone number? <laughs> so it's very twisted. I figured that out myself, you know. Ain't no retrieving 
There goes a pal that was well, well with keeping After doing so much together He may love, 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 love together We are the same sex, but that don't matter Hey, I'm your brother, I love you and I fancy your girlfriend One lonely night you wake up and whisper her name Sorry find a gal like her Sweet as the May trees in bloom There'll never be anyone else like Colleen Cause Phil Spector here Fit to be a best of that girl Still you should refrain That stubborn matter I know you're angry That suit will mellow Whoa, whoa, till you feel like Forever, only to wake up and find you whispering, Colleen. You'll never find a gal like her, sweet as the bed trees that bloom. There'll never be anyone else like Colleen. Martin Stevenson and Charlie Smith uh -huh. and we'll have more live music from them here in the kitchen a bit later in the programme.
African salsa via Cuba, Trinidad and New York City. Africando All Stars, the group, the Pan-African Salsa supergroup, and the song, well, they call it Scandal, or it's best known as Shame and Scandal in the Family, and that came from Africando All Stars album Mandali for the Stearns Africa label, written by Sir Lancelot, the Trinidadian Calypsonian, in the late 1940s. Well, in about five minutes' time, we'll be saying farewell for now to the Skinflints, those listeners who haven't yet become patrons of this podcast. And if you want to become a patron, the easiest way to do that is to go to my website, which is andykershaw.co.uk, go to the podcast pages, scroll down on any of those, and you'll see a little button you can click on that says, Be My Patron on Podbean. If you go there, you can sign up to be a patron for as little as the equivalent of five US dollars a month, which is about £3.80. But please sign up to give a larger monthly subscription if you'd like to do that. It's 
calculated in American dollars because I think our podcast platform is American owned. I've had lots of messages from listeners saying, Andy, I make a donation every month, but I can't get the full two hours of the programme. Well, um, that's very kind of you, and I do welcome the donations. I mean, they really do help. But I've got no way of overriding the podcast platform's mechanism for giving you access to these programmes. The only way that you can do that, I'm afraid, is to become a patron. So thanks very much for your donations, but if you want to get the full programme every time, then the only way to do it is to become a patron. Craggy, you'd be hard pushed to buy a pint for £3.80 these days. Still plenty more to come, four patrons only, including more live songs from Martin Stevenson down in the kitchen. This woman is from Palestine, or rather, what's left of it. Grow up, Israel, you're a bloody disgrace. This is Amal Murkus. <laughs> حطوا حجار فوق حجار صاروا ضار وشي يوم مدري كيف حطوا حجار فوق حجار صاروا ضار وغرسوا عباب الدار توت غرسوا عذاب الدار توت
حجر صاروا 